0: team members, and the larger world. I'm so passionate about sharing with you the stories of entrepreneurs and leaders who have impact, their inspiring and energizing role models. I hope you use what you learn here to be inspired about what you can do in your business and beyond. For ongoing inspiration and support to get clear on your impact and put it into action, enter your name and email at workalchemy.com. Today's guest in this podcast series on impact is Tala Rossi. Tala, an Iranian American fashion designer and author, was born in the United States and raised in Tehran. Named one of the most fearless women in the world by Newsweek magazine, Tala made her mark in the fashion world at an early age with her talent in exclusive swimwear. She's devoted to celebrating the beauty of women's bodies through her designs and to empowering women all around the world to follow their dreams. For Tala, fashion is freedom. She captivated the world through her inspiring story entitled Crime of the Miniskirt, featured in Marie Claire magazine. At 16, she attended her friend's Sweet Sixteen house party in a miniskirt. While in the privacy of her friend's home, the religious police raided the house, and she ultimately faced the harsh punishment of five days in jail and 40 lashes for wearing indecent clothing, according to Islamic law. Following this sentence, Tala moved back to the USA where she currently lives. Her story went global, and Rachel Ray, Elle, and Newsweek, among others, interviewed her, giving her the platform to vocalize her vision of fashion as a symbol of freedom. Tala's memoir, Fashion is Freedom, has just been published. So welcome to the podcast, Tala. I'm so delighted you're here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. I, uh... I mean you've created a whole business out of this really scary and uh quite huge experience for a 16-year-old. Can you talk a little bit about how you came to do that out of that experience?
1: Um absolutely. Well, I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs and even though I grew up in Iran and never really knew if I could become a fashion designer because When I grew up there, there were no mainstream boutiques. Women in the streets were covered. And, you know, schools and family members would only prepare you for traditional careers, like becoming a lawyer or a doctor. So I never really knew I could become a fashion designer, but I had so much love for fashion. And I grew up watching my mom make all sorts of things at the house. And so when this um, happened to me, and then I was moved out of Iran and came to the U.S., and on my way to the U.S., I actually stopped by Dubai for a while, and it was in Dubai where I saw a woman walking on the same beaches from you know head to toe cover with the same um, on the same beach with a woman who's wearing a European cut bikini. Wow. And their freedom of choice empowered me. Um, there was just something so brilliant about standing up for what you believe and doing what you want, but also not being scared of somebody else. You know, mm-hmm. and that kind of formed fashion. Um, as a form of freedom in my head. And when I moved to the States and started working at a boutique, just kinda to learn English because I didn't speak a word of English, (laughs) um, I really got fascinated by the fashion. And I was like, well, I I wanna start something to empower women to follow their dreams and wear what they desire and not to be judged. And that's just how it all started.
0: Well, you've really taken courage and being an entrepreneur to a whole other level because, you know, most of us as (laughs) entrepreneurs, we deal with, you know, there's a courage of pushing the edge of the envelope and, and, uh, into your area of discomfort out of your comfort zone. And, um, I mean, this is, this is really, um, work that comes from something very deep within you. Is that, would you say that's, is that fair to say?
1: Well, I think if you're passionate about something, the work, it's, it never feels like work. And for me, I experienced a place where friends of mine and those women that I saw in jail or many other Iranian women that I saw in Iran who have so many dreams but they really can't do anything about it. And then I came to a country where I had so many opportunities and I was like, I can't take that for granted. And every day, and I've failed so many times and I've had so many obstacles in my you know, uh, career, but I think about that, and that's what makes me go.
0: That's great. Is that part of what makes your business really unique, do you think, that that you have pushed through so many obstacles? Are there, are there other things? Uh, go ahead.
1: Absolutely. I think it's a little bit of that. And, you know, also being a swimsuit designer, you know, I grew up in a country where I had to cover myself and couldn't ever publicly wear a swimsuit. And to living in America and being a swimsuit designer, there is, I think a message of freedom in that mm-hmm. um, and also never giving up. This is my third business. I've had two businesses before that completely failed um, all in the fashion industry but um, never giving up and pushing for that dream as
0: well. That's uh i uh, I mean, I really appreciate you sharing that because so much of uh what the hype is around successful entrepreneurs is well, you know I started and it just took off, and everybody has this uh sort of uh fantasy of a of a journey that's really smooth and and you've had um you've had obstacles that you 've gone through along the way do you Do you feel that? The th- that your values that the things that you really think are important have helped you move through that i i'm asking because this whole topic of impact, which is the focus of the podcast, is uh i think grounded in values that that whatever it is that you hold dear, whatever you feel is important to you, it affects your decisions and behavior and all of that, whether consciously or unconsciously so i've been exploring with people how what their values are and how you bring those to your business could you talk a bit about that for you
1: Um, absolutely and again it goes back to really believing in what you're doing and being so passionate about it because as you said we often hear stories of people who you know we read books and you hear, hear interviews of people who made millions and um and never really hear their struggles and that's why i really wanted to write my book because the majority of my book is walking the readers through my struggles because I wanted them to know that they're not alone because it's not always rainbows and unicorns and especially (laughs) when you start a business, Mm -hmm. it gets really lonely and it gets really scary and there is so much that comes to that. But if you remember why you got started and the impact that you want to have and uh, are passionate about it, that's that's the only way to get through them. And yes, some people are luckier than others and they may start a business and it takes off and that's great for them. But I would say about 90% of other entrepreneurs do fail and do have a lot of obstacles. So that's why it was very important for me to write Fashion is Freedom, because it's not all about the glamorous side. It's really about the most unglamorous parts of my industry.
0: Right. Yeah. Are you um, speaking and, and talking about the book in other ways too? Um, absolutely.
1: I've done a lot of, the book is published internationally, so I'm doing a lot of, you know, I've been featured in a lot of magazines, doing a lot of podcasts, radio interviews, um, some TV shows coming up very soon, so um, I'm definitely promoting the message um, as much as we can.
0: Great. Have you found that that, um, I mean, telling your story in that way, is that one of the ways that you impact your customers I want my customers
1: to know my story because also we live in a world that people need to relate to you. If I was just this you know, swimsuit designer who had a multi-million dollar company, there's not so much related, not so much to relate to on, on the level that I want to with my customers, but for them to know my story and how I got started and where I am today, I think um, that's something they can connect with me through. And um, through my book, through my designs, and they get a better feel of my style and my struggles and where I am today. So, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Do you feel that you, what you're doing is having an impact in the fashion industry?
1: I, I think so. I think, you know, fashion industry is tough. You know, people have, have made it in the industry or... Always a certain way, and there is a certain attitude that comes with successful people in the fashion industry, which I don't completely agree with. Um, you know, as an independent designer, I, I, I was always so scared to approach a lot of these people in the industry, and so I think being coming from a place that is a little bit more humble, um, you don't have to be, you know, mean to make it in this industry, and I think that's what a lot of people think. Um, it's very intimidating and. So I, I want to bring a little bit of a humbleness into that
0: as well. Hmm. That's great. I um, I, I mean, I've, I've heard you interviewed before, and it's, um, I mean, your definition of success is an interesting one. Can you talk a bit about that?
1: Absolutely. Um, I personally, myself, used to think becoming successful is about being in, undercover cover of Forbes, having a company that makes you know, millions and millions of dollars, and um, it got to a point where I realized that, and for me it was because I wasn't like, you know, enjoying my journey for a really long time because I was aiming, I was like, I have to have my swimsuits in Vogue. I have to be at Neiman Marcus. I have to have a supermodel wear my stuff. And it got to a point that I realized my success is not like, you know, competition between me and somebody else. And your success is a battle just between you and yourself alone.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: not about landing on that cover. It's about just becoming a better person, uh, version of yourself than you were yesterday. So from where I got started, I consider myself a billionaire today, and that doesn't mean <laughs> that I have billions of dollars. It just means that I have come such a long way from where I was. You know, I didn't speak a word of English. I wrote a book in English. I how used have to cover myself. Now I'm a pretty successful swimsuit designer. So yes, I'm not on top of my industry, but from where I started, that is a success itself.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I, I love your definition of becoming a better version of yourself. One of the things that's so amazing about being an entrepreneur is that it, it engages you as a person in ways that other kinds of work doesn't necessarily do. You really have to bring yourself to your business. It's, it's not like you can, not grow and then your company grows it's the two go hand in hand
1: absolutely i mean some of the things that i have learned and some of the places i have found myself throughout this journey is amazing and as much as sometimes it's been really hard and um you know felt out of reach i've gained so much experience not just in this you know fashion industry but like on so many other levels and I've met so many cool people. Even it's it's a it's a roller coaster ride right? and I think people should stop focusing on the you know, the end prize and just enjoy the journey because the journey itself brings out so much amazing stuff and so much to learn and um and that's a cool part of being an entrepreneur, I believe.
0: Yeah. What's the most important thing that you've learned in this journey um, around having the impact you want to have around making a positive contribution what do you think is the most important thing the more important most important aspect of that for you
1: well if you are going to put your out yourself out there in any form of way and um, you want to make a change in anything and you want to leave a mark and have an impact um, there's always going to be a negative backlash in I, when I first was like, oh my God, I'm going to promote my fashionist freedom message, I'm going to inspire young girls, it's going to be amazing, and, you know, I was naive to think that um, I wouldn't have a lot of negative feedback coming from uh, Iran, being a Muslim woman who designed bathing suits, and there have been so many different controversies behind me, and sometimes it has kind of made me, like, you know, forget about my message and get scared or get sad, but... I got to a and I was like, you know what, this is the message that I want to leave. This is the impact that I want to have on people. And even if you're the most amazing person in the world, there is going to be someone who's not going to like you and your impact. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I've learned to just kind of put that behind me and move on without focusing on that.
0: Yeah, and that's a huge um, message for people that are becoming more visible in their businesses. It's inevitable that there's going to be people out there that object and um, certainly uh, it can it can be scary to hear that kind of feedback but um, you're really you are really pushing through that you're really moving through that in a way that's keeping you on your purpose which is really great thank you yeah are there things that um, are, are there ways that you've changed over time in terms of having this impact? I know when you um, had this experience at 16, you, you really became focused on making a positive contribution. Is that really the singular event that has been important for you? Or were you always kind of focused that way as a, as a kid? Were you, uh, was that something that was part of your awareness? Or is, that, is this something that you've just moved into as an adult?
1: I, I would say it's something that I'm also learning and dealing with myself every single day you know and it, it becomes more clear to me and even the message itself I mean I've always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur and do something in fashion um, when I got here but um, it's a learning experience for me as well every day I learn something new about myself and I I think again bettering yourself will help you um, you know push forward much better and um, on yourself and the impact that you are going to
0: leave as well. Mm-hmm. Is there an an obstacle or or a barrier or problems that you've come across? In uh, I know you've you've kind of touched on it, but um, I always think it's helpful for people to hear. Well, yeah, I mean, I I run into these issues and I don't really know what to do, and you are kind of in the middle of it. Is is there something that you could share about your own experience that specific? situation that you were able to move through and and how it affected you?
1: Yes, I mean, I've had um, a lot of a lot a lot of obstacles and I think one of them the biggest obstacles for me especially in the fashion industry was manufacturing and it took me years to find a facility to, um, to help me manufacture my life because you know, usually requires such a high quantity, and then it's so pricey, and then they they deliver, they don't deliver. So that was a really big obstacle. It's like the actually the biggest part of my business is to create the product. So um, I had to travel all around the world and visit so many different facilities, and um, I've lost a lot of money and time on it as well. But I, I I didn't give up, and I kept pushing until I found the perfect place.
0: Yeah, that's great is is um and and that's part of it too is just kind of sticking with here's the goal that i have and you just keep keep experimenting keep trying and finding uh solutions to the problem that you're facing um yeah are there are there ways that you look after yourself um in having this impact i know work can become all-consuming when you're really passionate about it and it's easy to kind of forget oh yeah I need to look after my energy my physical self and um, really to be able to continue this work are there ways that uh, you've developed uh, practices that you do that help you maintain a level of self-care that lets you have the energy you need in order to keep going
1: absolutely I, I strongly believe you know people say if you feel good on the inside, you you'll also feel good on the outside. But I'm also a big believer of how you also look on the outside will make you, you know, smile as well. Because I I I try to work out a lot and um, you know always look good because when I do, for me that's important. And when I'm feeling good and looking good, I think I'm a lot more positive during the day. And um, so I start up my my day by you know definitely working out early in the morning to. You know, getting myself completely decked out and then going to the office and getting uh, getting to work because then I feel great and and I you know I look good and I'm ready to tackle everything.
0: That's great. Um, yeah, that kind of uh, doing something on a regular basis and you work out every day. That's an impressive um, discipline to maintain. <laughs> well,
1: five times a week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, still, that's pretty good.
1: Yes, <laughs> it changes a, a lot
0: um changes in terms of, of what you do every day or just shift with your schedule i feel
1: like for me it gives me such an energy boost in the morning and you know once you're you're, you're like okay i'm showered and ready and i already worked out and it's only 7 30 in the morning right. i have the whole world ahead of me right. and that's a great feeling for
0: me so yeah absolutely well is there Advice that you would share with another business owner who's asking themselves, "How can I? How can I be a positive influence? How can I really contribute in a substantial way?" Is there an insight that you've had or advice you'd share to them?
1: Yeah, um, I would say to never forget why you got started, um, because sometimes on the journey there's so many obstacles that come through, and entrepreneurs often find themselves what am I doing here and what is happening and you always and I think if you're trying to build anything it can always create a mess so the best thing is to do to pick up those pieces and put them back together and remember the, you know the reason that you got started and use that tool to just help you push forward every day
0: that's great well Tala I I really appreciate you sharing um, aspects of your story and and um, the The process that you've had of going through a couple of businesses that have failed and moving through that, and now creating this quite successful business now, and really staying true to um, the experiences that you had that that created this business in your mind, and and that's where all businesses begin. So thank you for sharing that and for your for your story. I really uh, really appreciate you being here. If people, I'm want... very happy that you had me on the show yeah my pleasure i if people want to get in touch with you is it is the website the best way to reach you? Yes absolutely okay great okay, wonderful well, thank you again Tala for for being a guest and um it's great to be able to have a conversation with you and uh I thank you for the the work you're doing in the world it's uh It's a really inspiring story Thank you so much. So join us for more podcasts on impact. Subscribe to the Work Alchemy podcast channel on iTunes or Stitcher Radio so you'll be notified as soon as new podcasts are available. Thank you to everyone listening for being here. Until next time, to keep that positive flow of energy going in your business so you can have your own impact, join our community of entrepreneurs like you by entering your name and email at workalchemy.com.